Hello, world. I'm Roger Corville, and this is For the Hope's Daily Audio Bible, where we read through the scriptures conversationally, talk about the truth claims of Christianity, and learn to fall more in love with Jesus and the people in his world. You ready? Let's roll. Welcome. Maybe it's just my perception, but we often throw around the word testament without thinking about it too much. Old Testament, New Testament, maybe even last will and testament, but it's actually kind of a big deal, my friends, because it's an English word translated from the Greek signifying the covenantal administrations of God. The covenant prior to Christ being the Old, yeah, Testament, Old Covenant, and that under Christ being the New Testament. Hello, Hopeful. Welcome to episode 1992 of our journey together through the Bible, and I'm glad you've chosen to not be alone as we do this together. I don't know about you, but I do it every single day, including today from my traveling microphone again. But we read through every word of God's revelation of himself, his mind in print, and considering our own life and work stories along the way. And we've got a good bit to get through today, but I just wanted to point out that whole covenant or testament thing. A covenant is an arrangement between two parties involving mutual obligations, and it's one of the central themes of the whole Bible, particularly because it is through covenant, right, this agreement that God has conveyed to humanity the meaning of human life and salvation. And it happens to come up today because our Old Testament segment has one of the clearest depictions of the New Covenant that you find in the Old Testament. But first we get to our New Testament segment. It's also represented subtly at the end of today's reading, which is Revelation chapter 6. Then I saw the Lamb open one of the seven seals, And I heard one of the four living creatures say, with a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, a crown was given to him, and he went out as a conqueror in order to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse went out, a fiery red one, and its rider was allowed to take peace from the earth so that people would slaughter one another. And a large sword was given to him. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there was a black horse. Its rider held a set of scales in his hand. Then I heard something like a voice among the four living creatures say, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, but do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and there was a pale green horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following after him. They were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by the sword, by famine, by plague, and by the wild animals of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slaughtered because of the word of God and the testimony they had given. They cried out with a loud voice, Lord, The one who is holy and true, how long until you judge those who live on the earth and avenge our blood? So they were each given a white robe, 
and they were told to rest a little while longer until the number would be completed of their fellow servants and their brothers and sisters who were going to be killed just as they had been. Then I saw him open the sixth seal. A violent earthquake occurred. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of hair. The entire moon became like blood. The stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its unripe figs when shaken by a high wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved from its place. Then the kings of the earth the nobles, the generals, the rich, the powerful, and every slave and free person hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, because the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand? That is Revelation chapter 6. Who is able to stand? In other words, my friends, who is innocent because they have fulfilled their side of the contract, the covenant? If we are not covered by the person and work of Jesus, of course, that would be a big old negatory. In our Old Testament segment today, my friends, we've just got to keep on rolling here today. The promise is for the restoration of Judah and Israel from exile and slavery. Because, well, who is able to stand? (laughs) Thank God for his promise to rescue and restore. Now, as I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, I listen for the expression of what is consistent with the New Covenant, the New Testament. Jeremiah chapter 30 and 31 today. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write on a scroll all the words that I have spoken to you. For look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah, says the Lord, I will restore them to the land I give their ancestors, and they will possess it. These are the words the Lord spoke to Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says. We have heard a cry of terror. Of dread, there is no peace. Ask and see whether a male can give birth. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to leave that in because we're a keeping it real kind of crew. Obviously, that is a rhetorical statement. Can a male give birth? Which, of course, just tickled my funny bone because we live in the most heinously postmodern, upside-down make no sense called black white and white black good bad and bad good era I've ever seen in my whole life ask and see whether a male can give birth why then do I see every man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor and every face turned pale how awful that day will be there will be no other like it it will be a time of trouble for Jacob but he will be saved out of it. On that day, this is the declaration of the Lord of Armies, I will break his yoke from your neck and tear off your chains, and strangers will never again enslave him. They will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. As for you, my servant Jacob, 
do not be afraid. This is the Lord's declaration. And do not be discouraged, Israel, for without fail I will save you out of a distant place, your descendants out of the land of their captivity. Jacob will return and have calm and quiet with no one to frighten him, for I will be with you. This is the Lord's declaration. I will be with you to save you. I will bring destruction on all the nations where I have scattered you. However, I will not bring destruction on you. I will discipline you justly, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. For this is what the Lord says, Your injury is incurable, your wound most severe. You have no defender for your case. There is no remedy for your sores and no healing for you. All your lovers have forgotten you. They no longer look for you. For I have struck you as an enemy would with the discipline of someone cruel because of your enormous guilt and your innumerable sins. Why do you cry out about your injury? Your pain has no cure. I have done these things to you because of your enormous guilt and your innumerable sins. Nevertheless, all who devoured you will be devoured, and all your adversaries, all of them, will go off into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered, and all who raid you will be raided. But I will bring you health, and I will heal you of your wounds. This is the Lord's declaration. For they call you outcast. Zion, whom no one cares about. This is what the Lord says, I will certainly restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and show compassion on his dwellings. Every city will be rebuilt on its mound. Every citadel will stand on its proper site. Thanksgiving will come out of them, a sound of rejoicing. I will multiply them and they will not decrease. I will honor them and they will not be insignificant. His children will be as in past days. His congregation will be established in my presence. I will punish all his oppressors. Jacob's leaders will be one of them. His ruler will issue from him. I will invite him to me, and he will approach me, for who would otherwise risk his life to approach me? This is the Lord's declaration. You will be my people and I will be your God. Look, a storm from the Lord. Wrath has gone out, a churning storm. It will whirl about the heads of the wicked. The Lord's burning anger will not turn back until he has completely fulfilled the purposes of his heart. In time, in time to come, you will understand it. At that time, this is the Lord's declaration, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says. The people who survived the sword found favor in the wilderness. When Israel went to find rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued to extend faithful love to you. Again, I will build you up so that you will be rebuilt, virgin Israel. You will take up your tambourines again and go out in joyful dancing. 
You will plant vineyards again on the mountains of Samaria. The planters will plant and will enjoy the fruit, for there will be a day when watchmen will call out in the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come, let's go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For this is what the Lord says, Sing with joy for Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Proclaim, praise, and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Watch, I'm going to bring them from the northern land. I will gather them from remote regions of the earth. The blind and the lame will be with them, along with those who are pregnant and those about to give birth. And they will return here as a great assembly. They will come weeping, but I will bring them back with consolation. I will lead them to wadis filled with water by a smooth way where they will not stumble. For I am Israel's father and Ephraim is my firstborn. Nations, hear the word of the Lord and tell it among the far off coasts and islands. Say, the one who scattered Israel will gather him. He will watch over him as a shepherd guards his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and redeemed him from the power of one stronger than he. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will be radiant with joy because of the Lord's goodness, because of the grain, the new wine, the fresh oil, and because of the young of the flocks and the herds. Their life will be like an irrigated garden, and they will no longer grow weak from hunger. Then the young women will rejoice with dancing, while Young and old men rejoice together. I will turn their mourning into joy, give them consolation, and bring happiness out of grief. I will refresh the priests with an abundance, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness. This is the Lord's declaration. This is what the Lord says. A voice was heard in Ramah, a lament with bitter weeping. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Keep your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for the reward of, for your work will come. This is the Lord's declaration. And your children will return from the enemy's land. There is hope for your future. This is the Lord's declaration. And your children will return to their own territory. I have surely heard Ephraim moaning, saying, You disciplined me, and I have been disciplined like an untrained calf. Take me back so that I can return for you, Lord, or my God. After my return, I felt regret. After I was instructed, I struck my thigh in grief. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Isn't Ephraim a precious son to me, a delightful child? Whenever I speak against him, I certainly still think about him. Therefore, my inner being yearns for him. I will truly have compassion on him. This is the Lord's declaration. Set up road markers for yourself. Establish signposts. Keep the highway in mind, the way you have traveled. Return, virgin Israel. Return to these cities of yours. How long will you turn there and here, faithless daughter? 
for the Lord creates something new in the land. A female will shelter a man. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says, When I restore their fortunes, I will once again speak this word in the land of Judah and in its cities, saying, May the Lord bless you, righteous settlement, holy mountain. Judah and all its cities will live in it together, also farmers and those who move with the flocks. For I satisfy the thirsty person and feed all those who are weak. At this I awoke and looked around. My sleep had been most pleasant to me. Look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of people and the seed of animals, and just as I watched over them to uproot and to tear them down, to demolish and to destroy and to cause disaster, so will I watch them to build and to plant them. This is the Lord's declaration. In those days, it will never again be said, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge. Rather, each will die for his own iniquity. Anyone who eats sour grapes, his own teeth will be set on edge. All right, my friends, just in case you've tuned out, here's a good place to tune in for the very end. Look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, this one will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors on the day I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke even though I am their master. <laughs> this is the Lord's declaration. Instead, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days. This is the Lord's declaration. I will put my teaching within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will one teach his neighbor or his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me from the least to the greatest of them. This is the Lord's declaration. For I will forgive their iniquity and never again remember their sin. This is what the Lord says. The one who gives the sun for light by day, the fixed order of moon and stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea and makes its waves roar, the Lord of armies is his name. If this fixed order departs before me, this is the Lord's declaration, only then will Israel's descendants cease to be a nation before me forever. This is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens can above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below explored, will I reject all of Israel's descendants because of all they have done. This is the Lord's declaration. Look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When the city from the tower of Hananel to the corner gate will be rebuilt for the Lord. A measuring line will once again stretch out straight to the hill of Garab and then turn upward toward Goa. The whole valley, the corpses, ashes, and all the fields as far as the Kidron Valley to the corner of the horse gate to the east. The whole valley will be holy to the Lord. It will never be uprooted or demolished again.
Jeremiah 30 and 31. And finally, a wisdom segment just in case you needed a reminder that there is nothing new under the sun. Proverbs chapter 26, 13 to 16. The slacker says, there's a lion in the road, a lion in the public square. A door turns on its hinges and a slacker on his bed. The slacker buries his hand in the bowl. He's too weary to bring it to his mouth. In his own eyes, a slacker is wiser than seven who can answer sensibly. (laughs) Oh, my friends, I have been a little quiet this week. Uh, Big news coming. Um, Let me pray for us. Lord, I just pray that the rest of the weekend here for someone is is just a joy. Lord, that you are close. Lord, help us to just be sensitive in our spirit and grow not only in and with you, but Lord, with our neighbor. Lord, we need your help. I love you, my friends. Amen. Amen.